Welcome to the Amateur Skeptic Podcast number 282, the first one of 2022. Joining me this evening, Mac. And thank God 2021 is over. <laughs> and Ian is with us. You realize we've been doing this for 12 years now? I, I do. It's awfully scary. Crazy. Yeah. And Mad Cat is with us. I'm not sure how many years I've been in it, but it's been a few. <laughs> it's been quite a few, actually. And of course, yep. <laughs> we have the dumbass himself. Hey, New Year. So I want to start off with uh, one of my favorite quotes from Neil Gaiman. Uh, May your coming year be filled with magic and dreams and good madness. I hope you read some fine books and kiss someone who thinks you're wonderful. Oh. And don't forget to make some art. And I hope somewhere in the next year, you surprise yourself. Good quote. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> All right, Ian. Can can we get you to to committing to being here for every podcast this year? <laughs> no, actually, I, I think I have a party going on in two weeks. So <laughs> can we get you? Can we? Date, can, but... <laughs> so 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 can we get you to to uh, to to commit to showing up occasionally? Hey, I, I even last year I was there for most of them. <laughs> Brian, I'm sorry I have a life. <laughs> oh. We, are, we doing, are we doing New Year's resolutions right now? Hey, listen, I'm doubling your pay. I'm doubling your pay. <laughs> well, yeah, that's why I have two stories I'm pimping today instead of just one. <laughs> instead of just one. Right? <laughs> so are, are we doing New Year's resolutions right now? Because I'm sticking with 1920 by 1080. <laughs> that's a good resolution. It is. It's not what I'm mm-hmm. running. You're probably running something much bigger i would hope so i'm gonna stick with 2660 or 20, 20 2560 by 1440 there we go That's good resolution too on two monitors i've got that on two monitors two monitors yeah i figured you'd do something like that yeah well to, to be fair these monitors were provided by my company because you know since we all but it's I, I need them for for working and so you know with covid and all that we have, we we've um, we've got more monitors in people's houses than we have in our building. I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, how, then how is it? How is everybody doing for our new year? Doing good. Yeah, pretty good. Hmm? Okay. Hmm. Pretty good. Still surviving. Still surviving. There Still we surviving. go. Yeah. Yeah. It's... I I think that last year was bad, but not as bad as the year before. I think. The, the start of the, the start of COVID was was the worst, but of course you know things started to get a little better, and then Omicron, and now everybody's sick, but less people are dying. It seems like from Omicron, right? It seems like the data's yep. in, and and Omicron is less likely to oh. kill you. Le- less percentage of people who are dying, but like in absolute numbers, you know. Well, there's more people sick, right? But but less of them are dying. Of of the percentage, right? So yeah. so it's the same the same maybe the same numbers of people dying, but because so many more people are infected, right? It's I don't know. And I guess in the U.S., are we up to seventy percent uh, vaccinated? And of course, I don't think that, that might be what, the first shot, but I don't think we're yeah. there for fully vaccinated. And fully vaccinated now is three shots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Everybody's got to have a booster. We're by just now. starting our third shot this. Are you? This next week they're starting it. I got I got I my got booster. I got my booster shot almost two weeks ago now. Good for you. All right, good. So you're boosted. I'm boosted. I'll I think everyone boosted. in my house is boosted now. So I have I'm not due for my booster yet. Oh, you're not. But I'll be getting it. I'll be getting it when I am. They just changed it to five months. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah, they did. They reduced it from six months to five months now. 
So they're saying that okay. they're saying if you if you're five months out, go ahead and get that booster. Okay. So we're going to do that soon. Once we get an appointment. I, I think that I still think that. You know, Canada is a their schedule is a little bit different than ours, and I think that's just because of all availability, right? Yeah, you, yeah. Uh, you guys. We sent uh, all ours you, somewhere else. You guys are pretty much able to to just uh, get a get a shot. Just uh, like, uh, can you get a walk in, or you still have to make appointments? Well, um, <laughs> here's a funny story. Yeah. I signed up. I signed up. I had a ten o'clock appointment. I had signed up to go get my shot, and I signed. And I and when I got there, I told the lady. I said, "Yeah, I have a." 10, 10 o'clock appointment and yada yada and she's looking and she doesn't see and then she's oh yeah there it is 10 o'clock okay so she does she fills it out and she's i don't know what there's, there's an insurance problem so they get that all worked out and then i sit down and the guy's still not coming and they finally come over to me he's like are you here for a shot i'm like yeah she checked me in and so they work it out they get me my shot that night at nine o'clock i got my reminder i i showed up <laughs> 12 hours early to get my shot <laughs> <laughs> So essentially, I just walked in. <laughs> yeah, I, you're supposed to, um, you know, set up an appointment, but the crowds aren't bad for it. So I think you can generally do a walk-in. Yeah, I mean, say, yeah. Hey, do you have any openings? And they'll mm-hmm. work in. I think that they're trying to get as many people those shots as the, as they can. Yeah. So if you walk in, I think they'll give it to you. But we've got so many, so much vaccine vaccine down here that we we where we feel free to reject it, especially down here in Texas. Not as much as Florida. Florida's Florida's. You think everything's bigger in Texas, but vaccine rejection, I think, is bigger in Florida. I think they, they think they got um, us on that one. Yeah, uh, we, that's I think we have uh, an okay amount of vaccine. Like uh, we don't have as much as you guys do. Like uh, I know there have been like shortages and stuff. Like um, when that when I went in, they told me that uh, they were only giving out Moderna because like they they weren't able to get a hold of any uh, uh, Pfizer. I think the Moderna is what you want anyway, though. Mm. What about the uh, what about the bottled vaccine with the cellulase that's uh, that's in the yeast base? What Brian, you uh, should get that. It's just beer. Yeah, um, I'm not sure. No, that's a... it's, you, you should get that. It's from Pandemic. Oh, I... the movie. Oh, the game. No, the the, the game. Book. The book. Oh, the book. I don't. I'm not. I no. I didn't. I now I remember the the yeast thing. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah, no, not yeah, no. That that's bad that's stuff. Those, that's really bad those, stuff. That's one of those situations. Yeah, at least uh, at least we don't have blue triangle rash running around. Right. But yeah, this is one of those situations where I was trying to trying to say something smart and I just ended up sounding weird. <laughs> so it was magmatic. <laughs> I, I thought that was pretty much the tagline for our show. Yeah. <laughs> we try to say things smart and just end up sounding weird. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that let's... should be the tagline. <laughs> Try to say something smart. We just end up saying something weird. All right. Hawk Pretty your much. shit. Hawk, hawk these two. These two uh, uh, stories. So, yeah. <laughs> I have been busy with George Ramon's place. Um, and since we haven't done a podcast in over a month, I actually have two stories. Um, two of the vacation stories. So you have Lemon Man versus the Flannel Darkness. Yeah, we heard. We know all about Lemon. <laughs> You know, in your hentai stuff you got going on there. <laughs> uh, no, Lemon's are pretty much direct kind of making fun of, you know, my favorite superhero, Spider-Man. There's a lot of jokes about his origin and stuff within this story. Was he bitten by a radioactive lemon? Close, actually. Very close. <laughs> Read the story and find out. But so that, that's, you know, that, that's them um, dealing with superheroes. 
Then um, I just put out um, Awakening the Deadly Horror, which is George Raymond um, crossing with the Cthulhu mythos. Oh, okay. Nice. And, <laughs> so they, they've been getting around and having some interesting encounters. I love the Cthulhu mythos, but I find it more weird and funny than any kind of terrifying. Yeah, you, you might love Awakening the Deadly Horror because it's very much, um, you know, kind of... George, I, I, I should just start calling what I do George Armanding things. The phrase is a bit of a mouthful. But they, George Armand, hit the Cthulhu mythos and do their work with it. So, the thing is, so how, how do, how do uh, ancient dragons compare with uh, ancient uh, eldritch horrors? Uh, spoiler alert, Georgie <laughs> Goose is Cthulhu. Whoa! <laughs> Yeah, just uh, a heads up. We had this incident here in uh, Denver and Lakewood where a guy went on a shooting spree. He was a published Amazon, a self-published Amazon author, publishing under a pen name, but his character in the story was his real name, and he basically went on a shooting spree that followed the plot line of part of one of his books. That's Although really... I think he got a surprise ending on that one. Yeah. Anyway, um, I, I bring this up because Ian is a self-published Amazon author, and I felt it was it was worth my time to ask the question and uh, just assure everybody who is listening that he is not actually a pair of gay dragons about to act out the plot of his stories. He's okay. Kind of figured that. It's actually fiction. <laughs> okay. Well. Gotcha. Yeah, well, um, for George Mind was created by Brian. That's true. So if anyone's the two gay dragons, it's Brian. <laughs> well, now see oh, that hey, that does open hey, and open so two of you, well, <laughs> yeah, two of you have been writing it or have written it. Therefore, there are two. <laughs> yeah, dragons. That does open up a new kettle of fish, and that would be something that Cthulhu would like. Yes, yes, Cthulhu would really like that. Yep. All right. Parrot, the reason, the I, reason that uh, the Cthulhu books do not seem very interesting and they are boring in a sense is that what it was written as it was mental thoughts. Uh, it was written as fear of what was going on around the person. So if you would think of it as you know you have closed your eyes and you're walking in the dark and something reaches out and grabs you type of thing. It was a mental thing, uh, mental concept, not a concept that could be seen as uh, an outward effect for the most part. Well, we, we've kind of moved away from, as a culture, we've kind of moved away from, from cosmic horror into, you know, masked, masked psycho killer, and, mm. and now we're in found footage jump scares of people possessed by demons. Let, let me tell you my favorite. Uh, let, let me tell you my favorite Lovecraft move, which was to um, immediately to say like the creatures were indescribable, and then immediately describe them right after. <laughs> yeah, I know that was uh, that's I, always funny in those books. And then I saw uh, somebody made the comment about he uses the term non-Euclidean geometry a lot, and Cthulhu himself in the story is like, well, actually, you know, if you consider it. Ge Euclidean geometry is the geometry of 
planes and angles. So technically, everybody's made of non-Euclidean geometry. I, I think it's probably time to move on to some clitoral geometry. Okay. Ah, uh, yes. It is now time for Ian and Dumbass's masturbation moment. Brought to you by the Dumbass Media Empire. The Amateur Skeptics present Ian's Masturbation Moment. Brought to you by the Dumbass Media Empire. The Dumbass Media Empire. Bringing you content that touches people while they touch themselves. To one of my favorite sites. Cracked. Cracked. Hey, yeah, the, crack. to be fair, com. one good thing about Cracked is that every single one of these points back to the source they got it from, right? Yeah. And so at least they sourced their material. I mean, you can say a lot of things about Cracked, but but they're honest, right? <laughs> yeah. So um, they're not stealing This article is called "World Record Wanking and Masturbation Mania: Sixteen Sticky Self Love Facts." And we'll read through most of them because I think it's the number one one that I found the most. Wow, you could talk about this for a while. Uh, on the number 16, though, one, Ian, mm-hmm. did that one on the left absolutely have to be made out of sandstone? <laughs> oh, so what he's referring to um, dildos date back to the Stone Age. And then there's, a six, there's six pictures of what look like stone dildos. You know, a, a new um, idea of exactly what they mean by rock hard. It says the mm-hmm. oldest... Known dildo dildos are thirty thousand years old. Now, are, are we sure these are like uh, uh, for to be used for dildos and not like uh, something with a mortar and pestle or something? Uh, well, okay. The source on the article says that there's a thirty-year-old uh, history, 30,000-year 30, 30, 30, history of dildos. So, the source—I haven't read the source article, but that's the claim they're making. So, um, dumbass, it's up to you. A little, uh, a little sharp. <laughs> Dumb, dumbass, we will let you do all the um, actual references of dildos. So you can go learn all you want about Stone Age dildos and come back and give us a report. I'll definitely do that. <laughs> uh, so n- next up, French sex manual from the 1600s described hollow dildos that were apparently filled with warm milk to stimulate ejaculation. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, hold, hold on. Hold on a second. I have to go back to the prior one real quick. Oh boy. So you said something about Stone Age dildos, and suddenly I have an image of a of a Triceratops with a cap on his front horn saying, eh, "It's a living." <laughs> oh my God! If if somebody uh, made like uh, replicas <laughs> of these to sell in the modern age and like. I uh, got it endorsed by Fred Flintstone or something. <laughs> no, wait, wait, wait. Oh. It would be Wilmar Betty, I guess. So. It would be. So I'm not going to do every one. I'm going to skim through and find the more interesting ones. Number 13, an annual fertility ceremony in ancient Egypt had the pharaoh publicly disrobe, then masturbate and ejaculate into the Nile River. And you had a party. Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> well, you know, that... that uh... That sun god semen, that's important stuff. All right, keep going, keep going. Hey, everyone, clean your clothes upstream. <laughs> uh, see, number <laughs> 10. For most of the 1800s, there was a widespread belief that masturbating would drive you insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we parents caught yeah. their children touch themselves, the kid would be punished or sent to an insane asylum. This is where BDSM came from. 
Yeah. We, we've known most of the Kellogg's thing, which is number nine. That, um, but the, I didn't know he believed in sewing the foreskin shut. Oh, I didn't know that either. It's just the opposite of circumcision because he believed circumcision stopped masturbation. So let's do just the opposite and sew the foreskin shut, which I'm trying to figure out how the... Yeah. That, that one scared me, just the concept, because that means if you actually get an erection, what are you ripping? That, that, well, but here's the thing. Gonna rip. That's the same kind of bullshit as female circumcision, right? Where, where they, where they like sew it up, and so there's just a small hole for it. Yeah, it, it, the, those kinds of things are fucking scary. Yeah. And this says no anesthesia circumcision. Holy shit. Yeah. That guy was that guy was fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. No, the more yeah. you hear about him. Yeah. Um. Of course, um, number nine, some of the more, or number eight, I mean, is going into more of the anti-erection devices we've talked about in the past. Um, these are basically spiked things you attack, attach to the penis to keep you from getting an erection. A lot of fun for I'm a weekend. Assuming that the, I'm assuming that the one on the right is for formal situations. Because <laughs> it has a bow. <laughs> oh, that's bad. Oh, Seven goes into the masturbation in the Bible, which we've actually covered in the yeah, past. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> oh, six. Six is a Mark Twain quote. Um, as an amusement, it is too fleeting. As an occupation, it is too wearing. As a public execution, there's no money in it. If you must gamble your life sexually, don't play a lone hand too much. Uh, now, okay. when he says as a public ex- exhibition, there is no money in it. Like, boy, yeah, times changed. Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Holy I mackerel. <laughs> He didn't know anything about uh, gay for pay, did he? <laughs> uh, what's the next one? Next one's about masturbation habits from a 1974 study. Uh, college students, twice as many men as women have ever masturbated, and the men who did did so three times as often. That's and the ones who didn't lie. <laughs> exactly, <Yeah>. right? 90%. <laughs> I saw that movie. 90%. Liam Neeson in it. <laughs> 90% of all men masturbate. The other 10%. No arms. <laughs> uh, let's see. For a recent study asked Europeans aged 60 to 75 about masturbating. Uh, the highest rate of past month self-love was Norway, where 65% of men and 4% of women, and the lowest was Portugal, 41%, 27% of women. So Now, now okay, come, come on, <laughs> European elderlies. Uh, pick it up a bit. <laughs> Hold on a second. Norway's not the country, though, where... They actually recommend at Sweden where they recommend people take a take a you know physician love thyself break during work, isn't it? I can't remember. I don't remember. It seems like we did cover that though one time, didn't we? Yeah, but I think we that did. was in the U.S. We covered a company that was yeah. thinking of allowing. No, there, that was, there in was the U.S. There's actually a company. There, there's a company in one of the European Union countries that. Yeah, and I, I think we talked about game. it. It seems like it, we, we covered that. Yeah, yeah, we did. Here, you got to cover number three because this one, this this yeah, pisses me the fuck off. I, I remember yeah. when this happened. So I, in, I remember this too. I, I am like kind of in shame that I've lived through a time when like we thought we were progressive, and but we still weren't. No, yeah. we're well, still not. So yeah, in 1994, Surgeon General Dr. Um, Jocelyn Elders was fired by President Clinton because he said children should be taught about masturbation in school sex education class. I, I very much remember this. I very much remember how a big deal it was. And I very much remember, like, but masturbation's a healthy thing. Why or what? Yeah. 
in, and, 19, and, in 1994 here in Canada, I, I, I had already been taught about masturbation in school. <laughs> well, and here's the thing: is that the way that the way that he the way that Bill Clinton covered his ass on that, the way that Bill Clinton covered his ass on that was, of course, as usual, asked for her resignation. Right, so she wasn't fired; she resigned. Right, right. But he was also, if I recall correctly, I mean, uh, we were. I think we were on. I think we were actually in the podcast when you were talking a little bit about Limbaugh, and he was applying the thumbscrews to Clinton on a major level. Well, and rightfully so, I think, in a lot of ways, because the guy's a fucking rapist. Let's let's not kid ourselves. I mean, yeah. he's he's not exactly a stand-up guy. But on the other hand, um, yeah, Bill Clinton's not that great either, though. Well, that's what I'm, who I'm talking about is Bill Clinton. <laughs> oh, 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 you're talking about Limbaugh. Limbaugh. Limbaugh's just got you know numerous wives, but is loved by the you know loved by the fundamentalists. Now, as far as Limbaugh and Clinton goes, there was nothing that Clinton could have done right that Limbaugh would have liked. So yeah, 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 yeah. But the the thing about it too um, is uh, her quote: "It's just so like tame and not not like they made a big deal out of this." Let me read the quote for you. She was answering a question uh, about uh, masturbation. She says, "I think that it is something that is part of human sexuality." And it is a part of something that perhaps should be taught. That's what she said. Yeah, th- those yeah. were her exact words. Wow. That, that, and and she, people yeah. fucking got their panties in a wad. And it's it's the tamest, most, you know, like nothing burger sentence. Yeah. yeah. I think panties in a wad might be sexist. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure. They're, not uh, sure that that's. I'm not sure that that's a great. A hey, okay, I'll take. I'll take underwear and a twist. But I'm. But I'm. I'm going to reject panties and a wad because I just think it's sexist. <laughs> I prefer knickers and a twist. Yeah. See, that's you're once again. You're you're in that same <laughs> realm, and I'm saying no. I I, I, I think <laughs> we're, we're we're picking on uh, women. I, I I like the word knickers so much. I do like the word knickers, but not in the but not it, but don't use them in that context. I, stylistically, though, it can't be beat. <laughs> I'm, but I, but I think he's a little sexist. All right, let's move okay. on quickly. Move on so, quick. Uh, I'll definitely jump to number one because that's the one I want. Oh to no, the no, no, no! You can't do that. You, want to do number you two? can't. You can't okay. skip. Hello, Richard. Would you like to hear about my morning wank? <laughs> okay, so number two is a survey from 18 countries um, ranking men and how comfortable they are talking to other men about masturbation, which apparently here in America we fall in the minority. Yeah, but um, we we skew things a lot on this podcast. <laughs> so Indian men were the most comfortable with sixty eight percent saying yes. Kenya was I the lowest. Told, I'm half Indian. <laughs> oh, there we go. That, 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 that's a true thing. I'm um, not just joking around there. Yeah, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that's Indian Indians India Indians. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what that's my. Uh, that, yes, he. Name. Yes, he's. Oh, he's yeah. yeah. All right. His father was from India. Okay. I was thinking the other way around, but and then nope. Kenya was the lowest at twenty-two, and American men fell in the middle at forty-three percent. Which yeah, once more, it, I, we're the lower half. Damn it! Yeah, we're we're, yeah, we're working it, to change it, that. American, American men would be at fifteen percent if not for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but so the, the so number we one really do skew the yeah. average. <laughs> Out of all the fun we've had, it was really the number one one here that made me like, holy shit! I have to talk about this. Uh, so yeah, it no- depends on too on like what what you mean by talking to other men, men about masturbation. <laughs> like I, um, I don't generally have it come up in conversation all that often. Although like from what uh from what I've seen of other guys, most of what they talk about about masturbation is just making it into a joke. 
Well, yeah. let me let me tell you about uh, last night. I came home. I didn't think anything was going to happen, and then all of a sudden, I was all over myself. I was upstairs. I was downstairs. <laughs> yep. George Carlin, right? No, no, Richard Jennings. Oh, okay. Yeah, because Carlin had some had some comments about that. that that's too, from Good Little Catholic Boy. Oh my yeah. God, that is a great stand-up. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Talk just, about right. talk about walking and wanking. Well, no, there's no walking in it. But oh. so the um. Like I said, the whole reason I had to do this was the number one thing, because it's one of those things like, what the hell? Uh, so, the world champion masturbator is Masanobu Sato, who pleasured himself... Masa, Masanobu Masanobu Sato, who pleasured himself for nine hours, 58 minutes, at the 2009 San Francisco Masturbatathon. Contestant must be called the the edging championship. Uh, is this it, the masturbatathon? I have to ask, what cause were they benefiting? <laughs> well, okay, he you didn't even let him finish the title before you so, jumped so, on him. And so here, here's the, the way that the way it works is contestants must stay aroused without ejaculating for as long as possible. I thought if it was more than four hours, you're supposed to go to a hospital. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'd think so. Nine hours and 58 minutes keeping yourself aroused without ejaculating. How the hell do you do that? That is I'm insane. Guessing, I'm guessing he thought about baseball. <laughs> and he had good breathing. Yeah, that was pretty uh, boring, actually. Yeah, it does. Really, yeah. <laughs> like 10 hours just sitting there. And I, I'm guessing someone must have been watching him the whole time as well. I, I love the expression on his face, though. He's got this look on his face like, eh, fuck, I could have gone 12. <laughs> what I want to know, though, and maybe it's in the story. Did, his, uh, did, his fetish is somebody standing there holding a stopwatch. <laughs> <laughs> but did, did he get to nine hours, 58 minutes and get bored or did he or did he or did he finish? So, so why did it end? <laughs> this was back in 2009. There's a couple sources here. Uh, yeah. And the yeah, sources, yeah. Um, just for the record, if you link on the source right off the bat, not safe for work. The first picture is a woman masturbating, and it is not censored. Nice. It's actually pretty hot. Nope, that is not censored. Oh, crap, I closed your eyes. Hold on. I wasn't going to do it, but what? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to click, but then you said that. I had to. <laughs> It was I it was a moral uh, imperative. Wow, okay. Yeah, I don't I, I agree with dumbass. That sounds boring to me. Who wants to masturbate for 9 hours and 58 minutes and and, and stay around, uh, you know. Yeah, Sorry. I'm assuming that he was he was waiting until the meter got to a certain level. I'm if it's a masturbate <laughs> I'm assuming they were collecting for a cause, right? I you know. I I know what I know what cause they they were benefiting now. I looked at the story and it was actually carpal tunnel. So now, since the opening <laughs> picture in the article is a woman, um, do the woman keep going until they orgasm? Then, or what, what, you know, what is the difference? I don't know. Are, that, I, are they trying totally... to figure out if they can uh, BS it all the way through? Assume he didn't just get bored and stop because there was no more competition. Because I think everybody watching, you know, wants there to be a big finish there. I mean, like it'll be. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. <laughs> um, there we Turn go. the page for more pictures. So, double check the article if you want to actually figure out what was. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> I'm glancing through the pictures. Very much not safe. The second picture has a couple men 
lying there. So they, they weren't like in separate rooms or anything. They were as a group, it looks like. And you can see the men um, taking care of themselves. So it, I it like was... the Italian stallion. Well, sorry, it was in a group. <laughs> I, I was just going to say, dumbass, at least they're not prone. Yeah, that's quite the setup. Call back! <laughs> oh, boy. All right. You guys ready to find out who the asshole is? Mm, who's the asshole? So, I don't know if you guys have seen this on Reddit. My, my family loves this Am I the Asshole Reddit, su subreddit. read a lot of these, yeah. Oh, my God. And sometimes <laughs> these are just great. So, th this, one, this one made sense for our podcast. Um, and, and we're talking about masturbating. We're moving on to dildos. So we're staying we're staying right where, we, where, where our comfort level is. <laughs> so this yeah, one this is this is uh, this is our wheelhouse. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of phalluses up on the wall. <laughs> so this is am I the asshole for not picking up my kids because my wife brought home a, brought a dildo into my into our to my home. He said my, my home, house. right? My house. Okay, my house. Yeah. Uh, it says throw away because my 32 male wife 20 29 and I are both frequent Reddit users. So he, so he made he made a he made a special account to do this because he didn't you know he didn't want to be more hot water for his wife. So he's 32, his wife is 29. My wife and I have been married for seven years. Have two children, four and two, and on the 14th, so last month, and um. My wife was out shopping, and I assumed she was just normal Christmas shopping. Since uh, it's you know that time of year, she gets basically she she gets home, and they're they're going through that going through the, what she bought, and he finds this dildo, and he and he's unhappy, and he tells her to take it back, and she's like I. I, I, I can't take it take it back. There's no returns. Well, you you better try. And she refuses. The kids have the kids are at his mom's house, and he's like, I'm not gonna go pick up the kids until you um until you get get that dildo out of the house. Now, man, man, see this? Just hearing this much of the story, yes, he is the asshole. Yeah, exactly. Right. You there's not really really any reason to go much further. But but essentially, it, cause she says, I'll go get the kids. She says, if you go get the kids, I'm gonna throw that out while you're gone. And so, so he, she so he, bring it with her. well, exactly. Right. I mean, so he doubles that. And then no, get this. If he, if you didn't think he was the asshole already, the, the final line is, um, see, uh, see, well, she, he told her to grow up and he, she told him to grow up and he think, I think she's the one that needs to grow up. If, if she thinks it's appropriate to have a dildo in the, uh, dildo with kids around. So, so he's saying it's because there's kids around. I think it's because he's got yeah, a little penis. It never happens. Children have never found their mother's dildo. <laughs> exactly, right? Exactly. So he says, <laughs> and... Well, I think the kicker there, Brian, is the fact that his mother agrees with him. Well, exactly. He says, I'm no. firm on this. My mother agrees with me, and the kids <laughs> have a room there, so so they're not... So they're doing fine. So, so not only that, he... So he... Yeah, so there's there's several levels that make him the asshole. <laughs> right. yeah. Could you do me, a, do me a favor, though? Go back and reread the article from the beginning, except this time in Sterling Archer's voice. <laughs> so apparently, according to some of the comments, the first comment that was left was by him. Yeah, by him. you're not yeah. the asshole. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. He, left, he left himself. Yeah, so he, 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 and, and this, on this subreddit, it's very much frowned on you know, publishing to do that. And he didn't switch accounts or whatever. And so, so the post actually got deleted and so, and then archived, 
right? But yeah, so this asshole votes no, he's not the asshole on his own fucking post. What a dick. And, and the comments yeah. are not kind to him. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought that I, I put this under what the fuck because I'm like, what could, number one, I mean, yeah, Thomas, right? Did, how many homes have it have it have a fucking dildo in them? I mean, come on. I mean, so so many. I mean, so so many. It's like so. I mean, it, it's a cliche now for uh, a kid to accidentally find uh, their mother's dildo or something. Or vibrator, out, right? right? Yeah, exactly. Well, there was but a movie. I, what movie was it? If you read certain uh, erotic stories, you take advantage of it. Yeah. Are you talking about Parenthood? Uh, I mean, <laughs> the, the, yeah, maybe that was it. Where they, it's, um, it's an ear the cleaner. The lights go out and they try and find a yeah, flashlight, exactly. and yeah. the lights come back on. So it's only they're like, oh, that's that's Parenthood with Steve Martin. Okay. Yeah. Also, one where the kid comes out with a suction cup dildo attached to his forehead, <laughs> going, "Look, mommy, I'm a unicorn." <laughs> I'm a unicorn. Yeah. Oh my god. I don't remember what movie that was, but uh, stuck in the mind. So the the, <laughs> the comments go go on to just talk about how insecure he is pretty much. I mean, yeah, that's what it feels yeah, like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's not only is he an asshole, but he's a cock blocker. <laughs> he's a cock block asshole. <laughs> uh, the, the, this blog usually it's funny how often, particularly men about having guns in the house. What's that? I said, I wonder how he'd feel about having guns in the house. Oh, that's probably okay. But but don't oh you can't open carry. He's probably he's probably pro open carry, but not if it's a dildo. It's uh, actually funny you should say that because there is a comment down below about putting the dildo in a lockbox. Yeah. Here's the here's the thing. The kids are four and two. They're not gonna find it. But even if they were ten and twelve, so the fuck what? Yep. You yep. fucking prude. It's it's time to have a good discussion with them about about healthy sexual relations, and mm-hmm. clearly he's not the one to initiate that. But the, but the fact that he put the the first post on here is from him saying he's not the asshole. What a dick, yeah. right? I yeah. mean, oh god, wow. So I just I thought I thought it was hilarious. That's one piece of work. All right. Oh, we got we got more. What the fuck? Oh yeah. Okay. Go go ahead. So. Oh, but I just uh, thought of this too. But can you imagine? Because, like, uh, he said he, his big concern seemed to be that there were kids in the house. So, like, <laughs> I got you. Like, people, women can can use dildos before they have kids and still have them. Does he expect that one once a woman has kids, she's gonna throw out all her dildos? Well, maybe his maybe they should chop his fucking dick off because he's got a real dick, right? It's not the plastic one <laughs> oh, we yeah. need to worry about. It's it's you know it's his. <laughs> you just kick him the fuck this out. Is Betty White has died of natural causes. But of course, the anti-vaccine people could you know, of course took this opportunity to say, but she got her booster. Yeah. I mean, there was to... there was uh, no contention that she died of anything related to COVID-19. No. No, she um She was 99. Yes, she was 99 years old, died on New Year's Eve. Yeah, you know, I think we I think we must uh we must solve the mystery of what killed Betty White. Was it murder? Ninety-nine. Uh, well, in the aftermath of her death, one thing we've learned is the whole country loved her. So no, it wasn't murder. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, no. That's she one was thing everyone, that, that is one thing that seems to have united us. I, I, I don't know anyone who is not upset by Betty White's, White's death, no matter what side they're on on anything. She was one of those, everyone loved her. 
Yeah. yeah. Uh, she 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 uh, was she was really liberal <laughs> and uh, uh, advocated uh, like. Uh, for uh, liberal type uh, oh, like, yes, uh, causes and stuff, so uh, I'm sure there must have been co- conservatives out there who resented her. They're probably, probably are, but they're yeah. not well, going to be dumb enough it, to it, say anything. <laughs> the thing is, is that she was so nice about things that oh, yeah, people yeah. were not going to say anything about her. She would just say things like, "I don't understand why people want to get into anything about someone else's bedroom. What? That's their business, what? not." Yeah, their business, not the people outside. But she was a Go dirty. She was a dirty, dirty comic man. When she would do those, those um, you know, those roasts and stuff like that. That the, you know, she's this cute little lady saying these these like just raunchy things. It's just hilarious. It it just works so well. She and Ryan Reynolds are really good friends, and yeah. she got a promo yeah. for did a promo for Deadpool. Oh. and yep. she was like. You know, I think it's just one of the most amazing family movies. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds is fucking hot. <laughs> yeah. He looks so great in that red leather. And it's like, you know, and she's just so absolutely natural as she says it. There's no, there's no winking at the camera. She's like, no, no I'm just telling you exactly, exactly what I think. So they, I yeah. think that they met when they were on doing the, uh, the proposal, right? With, yeah. um. Senator Bullock, and the stuff that they put on Funny or Die during that, that, you know, making Ronald Reynolds look like, you know, this horrible person, try, you know, attacking Betty White, who's a national treasure, and of course, you know, she's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And she, her sense of humor was so good. I mean, it's, it, oh, it is yeah. a shame. It, but it, there, There's also a thing on, uh, on YouTube. I uh, forget the name about it, but it's all about her 20 things you didn't know about her or something. But she had three, four shows, five shows done after her, just her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she, she had quite the career. Yeah. She yeah. did. She, like, she, she, she was acting in what? In the, in the, she was acting I, in what, the 30s or? Oh, yeah. Well, no, she started before TV. I, I remember some, she uh-huh. started on radio and it went into TV. So, I mean, her career has been. Long and intense and memorable. And she has loved it. She has... One of my... Uh, sorry, go ahead. What, she has uh, advocated for animal rights. She Not in the factor of anyone going out and beating someone else up, uh, but for the animals themselves. Right. Um, yeah. Not... not right. Uh, but as far as stuff. this story is concerned, She's... right, but this, this this story that you put up here is is is, is shameful. Yeah, how they're doing it. Yeah, I mean, they said she died of natural causes. Frick off, people, because they're trying to say that what killed her was, was having the gotten the booster. COVID booster. Yeah, yeah. Trying yeah. to kill the booster uh, and vaccine. Now, was it, was it her second or third booster that she got? It was the third. It was. It would have been yeah. the third booster. The first two. The first. The first two. Yeah, they, they they didn't do anything, but the third one that that was the one that killed. Me. It, yeah. the, the whole Basically. yeah. I mean, here's the thing: is that nobody has died from 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 these mRNA vaccines, and even the Johnson Johnson ones that that they say that are, might be deaths are still being investigated, and there's not that many of them. So the AstraZeneca one, they did prove that there was an increase in uh, okay uh, some sort of heart thing. I forget what it was. Yeah, there there even even with um. The uh, the Pfizer, they know that you know. Oh, I guess adolescent males ha- can have an um, 
heart inflammation, but it goes away shortly after. So, I mean, there 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 are some potential side effects, but it they're not killing people the way that the the way that these anti-vaccine people are claiming. Yeah. Yeah. And, well, and, they, and so they far they've killed nobody. That, they right? can't claim that it gives you autism, so they had to say something. The ones in the US, <laughs> the the Pfizer and the Moderna, there are zero deaths from yeah. verified deaths, right? You go to the VAERS database. Almost, she was and almost I can, I can I can verify that there are no deaths from that because I am one of those people who has not died from it. Well, I mean, here's the thing: the VAERS database is is does is not proof of anything, right? Yeah, well, you but, know, the government's um, just uh, just hiding the the all the millions of deaths that there are from it and just covering them right up. Yeah, right. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> she also yeah. was about to be a hundred years old. I think it was the seventh or the ninth of this month was her birthday. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and, just a few weeks. Uh, but... Yeah, and well, and People natural, Magazine natural causes. Come on, guys. Yeah, no, <laughs> People Magazine infamously, the, the latest issue has her on the cover and it's talking about her turning one hundred. Yep. Yep. And now, uh, if you guys are looking for a good Betty White movie to watch, her best role is in a movie called Lake Placid. Ah, yes, she's been in so much. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What? One, one more COVID well, one. People got sick at a conspiracy theory conference. They're sure it's anthrax. <laughs> Put this in here uh, uh, just for fun. Uh, you can see the, the picture in the article there. It wasn't a, a big uh, conference. I think that picture that you see there is uh, most of the people who were at that conference. Um, but yeah, they, they were just silly. They, they started getting respiratory uh, symptoms like coughing, shortness of breath, and fever. And their conclusion, of course, anthrax. And are any of those the actual symptoms of anthrax? I don't think that they are. Anthrax acts more like, um, like Alzheimer's, doesn't it? Because it, no, it directly affects the brain. Is it respiratory? I thought anthrax was. No, it is. It is respiratory. Is it okay? Yeah. Let me see. So yeah, um, that, that's basically most of what there is to uh, to the story. Um, uh, first, uh, the claim was first made by a man named Joel Altman in his uh, conservative daily podcast. Um, and uh, there were uh, tweets and stuff uh, uh, echoing that. Uh, Altman so, says that there's a 99.9% chance that it's anthrax. 99. So one thing with anthrax, uh, I'm looking it up right now, yeah. is your skin will break out. Yep, small yeah. blisters or bumps that may itch, and then the swelling. So that, that, yeah. swelling now that's during... one of the main ones. Apparently, is some really nasty skin issues, and um, apparently none of them have really so nasty skin issues. That's it. That's if you come in contact with it topically. If you inhale anthrax, the symptoms are fever, chill, chest discomfort, um, shortness of breath, confusion or dizziness, coughing, nausea, vomiting, stomach pains, headaches, sweating, extreme uh, tiredness, and body aches. So, so wait a minute. So COVID's nothing but an anthrax outbreak then. Is that what they're saying? No, I think what Brian is saying is that anthrax makes you 50. (laughs) I did not know that. I'm not getting old. uh, uh, One person, Joe Van Pulitzer, apparently there's a claim that there were body lesions and weeping skin uh, with that one. Yeah, so I mean, if, if you come in topical contact with it, 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 but I mean, wow. Um, yeah. Well, you figured that I would have had to if it was in the being pumped in the air. 
well, but then you'd be inhaling on, it for it sure. De- it depends on it depends on how the government was slipping it to them. Because <laughs> you know clearly, clearly since this is a, this is a conspiracy theory, that means that they're actually in some way blaming the government for them getting anthrax. Right, but this is not something you recover from, right? I mean, anthrax is extremely serious. Yes, right. They put so it in the Kool Aid. If all those people <laughs> had, I mean, if all those people had anthrax. I, I I don't I don't I don't think that would they would they not just be dead? I, I don't can can you can you get they over would be anthrax? Very much dying at least. Let's see. Uh, anthrax is rarely fatal if treated. Okay, so it can't be if treated. They, if they didn't get treat treated, it should have been fatal. If they okay. got the it's treatment, a, which they are apparently, bac- go ahead. It's a bacterium, so it can be treated okay. with antibiotics. Is what I was going to say. So ivermectin. So maybe maybe horse dewormer would be a good one for this. Uh, fatality rate for inhalation anthrax were ninety percent. Okay, so there you go. Forty-five. So ninety percent if inhaled. Uh, that was in two thousand one. Since oh, okay. then they have fallen to forty-five, is what it said. Oh, but still, that's pretty. Forty-five. Wow. Yeah. Well, are they supposed to drink bleach for that? Here's the thing. Here's the, here's the thing that's stupid about this is that because because the these people because these people don't believe. In, in COVID, in COVID being a thing, they had to blame it on something else. So obviously, yeah. anthrax made so much sense. Yeah, yeah because it has such a higher death anthrax. rate. And you know, I, 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 I want to know how many of them went and got treated then. I, I, if, if none of them went and got treated and not one of them died, uh, they might want to look up some facts. I don't doubt that there was a lot of white powder snorting going on at this event. <laughs> I'm just I mean, saying it's I not anthrax. They, the, um, the claimed... Uh, the claimed uh, distribution method, uh, at least from uh, uh, one person, was that uh, there was a fog machine operating during. The <laughs> yeah, conference. I saw that. <laughs> oh, right, right. To get rid of mosquitoes. That's what it is. It's to get rid of the mosquitoes or to give the mosquitoes the disease so the mosquitoes <laughs> go in and bite you. There's a 99.9% chance it's anthrax. Um, what's this? Ultimate. That, uh, yeah. that figure was uh, completely scientifically. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's probably. You know, uh, 90, 94% of people make up and misuse statistics <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> no, everywhere. Everywhere. Just everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That, it, here's the. It, it, this is far more. Anthrax is far more serious than, than COVID. And and, oh, it, yeah. and if they if they all were all those with those with anthrax, there would be there would be a significant amount of deaths, I, I believe, from this. And even with treatment, it sounds like it's not a hundred percent if it's inhaled. Yeah. Oh, the cyber ninja stuff. So the, was this was this the my pillow guy? Was he involved with this? Uh there were a couple of things. Hold on, let me uh, look back up here. Because the cyber ninjas thing, I thought at the you know that that's sort of he's claiming he's got. He's got the, he's got the, uh, the packet, the packet traces that that show, that that show malice, that he can't, that he can't produce. Yeah. I was, I'm wondering. So I mentioned the cyber ninjas. So I'm wondering if, if the, and 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 he's he's here in Texas. I'm pretty sure. Um, the my pillow guy, Mike. The conspiracy was boosted by other election fraud conspiracists like former New Mexico State University professor David Clement and Overstock.com founder Patrick Byrne. <laughs> wow, the the right there, the, there's just some national treasures, real gems. <laughs> yep, they're not even in the rough. <laughs> All right, okay. Now, 
Mac, you've got this under victories for common sense. But I, I, I read this, and I'm not so sure <laughs> that I wasn't just horrified. Okay, so it is horrifying, but it's uh, it's also, um, you know, basically how she how she took care of it. It's a malicious compliance story. So, girl punished because her hair, her natural well, hair color. I was reading. I was just reading the headline. Okay. Girl punished because her natural hair color defied school dress codes. Um, maliciously complexed. Maliciously complies. Oh, maliciously complies. Okay, you're right. Okay. So basically, part of the school dress code in this school she's in, which is a a private Christian school, is no dyed hair because it's distracting. Um, This girl, however, has a condition that causes part of her hair to be a different color because of a difference in melanin. So basically what she's got is she's got a white patch in the front of her black hair. Uh, And they... They say it looks like the the rogue hair trend copying the X-Men character. Right. So, you know, initially she had her hair dyed so that it matched. Uh, by the way, the condition is poliosis. Poliosis, okay. But she, she had her hair dyed so that it matched her matched her regular dark color. But when when it started to grow out, she instead decided to try to basically tell them what was going on so she didn't have to dye it again and was out not in not out of compliance with the uh with the rule and they decided that she was dyeing her hair so she let it she let it grow back to her natural shade and then she called in her parents to to basically explain what was going on to the school and uh now she's allowed to dye that part of her hair again is what it boils down to yeah, but th- those rules were always messed up. Because um, supposedly they're to keep the kids from being distracted. Yeah. And it's like, no, dyeing your hair doesn't really cause any noticeable distraction. <laughs> my boys I, I was, uh, off at I was doing my that. I was doing my math, but I couldn't stop staring at the girl with green hair. That's right, like, exactly. Yeah. It's, it was her hair that was the problem. Yeah. Not yeah. The, just the fact that uh, it was a girl. Yeah. But so the school my the school my boys originally went to had that very strict rule. And um, so we'd only dye their hair during the summer. The school they ended up going to, which Brian's kids also went to, everyone has outrageously dyed hair. Yeah, exactly. And there was no sign of that being a distraction at it's all, a, ever. This is adults being like, oh, kids these days are dressing in such stupid, silly ways that yeah. I want to judge. Exactly. And they shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. It's, it's, like, it's, the, it's the same thing, like, all over that we've seen generation after generation. It's just about uh, older people uh, being scared of the young people. Yeah. <laughs> yes. With their rock and roll and their, their sex and their drugs. Uh, okay, so I, I see what you're saying, Brian. I, I guess I didn't read down this far, which is a, a failure on my part. So basically, she's allowed to use to, to grow out her natural hair, hair color. But they're telling her that extreme hair is still a distraction, so so you're getting special treatment by not being allowed to dye your hair. Yeah, so there was no victory and for so common sense here. They, they, well, they, actually, there is. She's going to a different school. Well, okay, but but the school never applied any common sense whatsoever. Number yeah. one, it's not an issue, yeah. right? And number two, that's where her her hair grows. So if she dyes it, she breaks your rules, yeah. right? I mean, which is so stupid to begin with. It is. But also but, you the know, fact is, is that they have not said that there was any type of 
distraction beforehand. People weren't going, oh my gosh, this hair and all this other stuff. If you're talking about a distraction, there has to have been one. Well, but it, it, the, 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 one, of the, one of the problems that we have with these um, dress codes is that it's subjective based on the teacher. Right, the teacher. The teacher is the one that decides whether something is distraction, dist- a distraction or not. So if it, if a teacher decides that you're distracting, you go to the principal's office, and and and, and, it's, a, and it's at the discretion uh, of the administrators to to decide what's distracting and what's not. Exactly. It's so stupid, and and, be, and because we, there's no. We, we've had uh, we've had uh, teenagers coloring their hair all different ways for, yeah, for a long for, time. Forever. It was a thing when I was a kid. I don't know uh, if uh, that was when the tra- train took off. I know it was a big thing in the '80s when I was a kid. I don't know uh, how common it was before then. I don't usually see pictures of people with uh, weird colored hair uh, from '60s and '70s, but it could have been going on. I don't know. Act- the majority of women I know have done some pretty outrageous stuff in coloring their hair. And adult re- women. There, there's five people in my house, and only one of us has not dyed their hair. <laughs> I can, uh, the four people what, in my house, her? I can say the same thing. I'm the only one that's never dyed his hair. <laughs> and I'm not saying just that, just not never. I'm saying right at this moment, I'm the only one who who, who doesn't have red, green, or purple in my hair. <laughs> well, I, I've actually never dyed it, and yet honestly, if you looked at my hair, you might think it is right now. Because the way it's lightened up with the grays coming in in an odd way, it it has multiple layers of colors and stuff. Yeah, it looks like you've got highlights. You know, yeah, Ian, yeah. You, you could do with a bit of Grecian formula. <laughs> <laughs> I've I, tried I, to dye my hair because of my gray and my gray or silver or whatever the heck you want to call it. I, and it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, a, a complete total stranger at King Supers told me one time I'm not allowed to change my hair. It's too beautiful. <laughs> so, I, I can't dye it now. Yeah, you know so. she, you know that person was drunk and thought you were Fabio. <laughs> no, but so. I I'm so against the the these dress codes because there they, there's no objective standard for them to follow. It's purely a subjective one, and mm-hmm. they're, 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 and so everybody implements them differently, and because of that, there really is no standard. It's how the person felt at the time, and depending on the attractiveness of the girl. Will will depend on how the how the teacher enforces that. And the thing is, is that it is often directed specifically at the girls. I think I I think I think I think ninety nine percent of the time, I think very rarely will will will, will a boy ever fall victim to, to this. And bullshit. I can almost guarantee you that the justification for it is made up BS. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, I'd love to see one study out there ever that says unnatural hair color is a distraction at school. Find that for me. Find anywhere you have any evidence whatsoever to say the school's kids do worse because some kid in their class has an unnatural hair color. Yeah, I defy you to, to it demonstrate that. All right. Well, where do we want to end here? Let's do one more. Let's then let's go ahead and end on the one about the crabs. Oh, you want to end on crabs? Crab, I crab, do want to end on crabs. Well, we've had so much <laughs> sex talk already. Let's talk about your crabs. <laughs> Yep. Yep. Let's go for your crabs. All right. So I, I found this interesting. <clears throat> Essentially, for about the past 250 million years, there have been defining crab features, you know, essentially what makes a crab. And they keep, the crabs keep evolving in different ways. And anytime something's unsuccessful, 
they spontaneously go back to that initial that initial crab uh, that crab body shape, and it actually has it, it has happened so often that it actually has its own scientific name, which is carcinization. Hmm. And if you lose crabbiness to evolution, it's decarcinization. So what what are uh, what are the um, the uh, uh, components of uh, crabification? Uh, like uh, uh, like I'm assuming like hard shell, basically, uh, basic ovular, ovular circular shape. What? Yeah, ten ten, ten legs arranged up. around. Ten legs around, arranged around the hard shell. Pinchers in the front. Those are the kind of defining creatures of of defining features of crabness. Mm. I mean, yeah. Uh, uh, um, what do they call it? Uh, uh, something evolution. Wired uh, um, like, Oh no. No. Convergent. What's that word? Uh, that convergent. Yes, convergent. Hello? I just. I, I, yeah, I, I I heard what you were saying. I was just going to say, I I. It sounds to me like they've got like a genetic reset button when something doesn't work that they go back to the original shape. They mm. go back to what worked. Yeah. So, I wonder. How, I wonder how that actually that happens. That's form, interesting. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you have to understand. We as a society have really been messed up about evolution for a while. We think there's a path. We think evolution. It has a goal. It doesn't. Evolution goes whichever direction it needs to go because like you know, that's what's working. It, yeah. it, it, it's well, not trying to make anything specific. So it makes perfect sense to go back to the things that worked. Yeah. It's trying shit, and sometimes the shit that it tries works, and sometimes the shit that it tries works for a while and then suddenly doesn't because the environment changes. Right. Sure. Uh, there, there was an article that I read um I think a few years ago, so uh, I don't completely remember all the details or where it came from or what it was about, but I think it had something to do with uh, an Australian species. Um, what, what I remember is that uh, it died out, but then it re-evolved again from, like, a precursor population mm -hmm. uh, that uh, was still existing. Like, it evolved the same um, uh, ad adaptions, so it became pretty much exactly the same species. Right, I, I heard about that. I, I can't think of what it was, but I have heard about that same thing with certain types of birds, where a type of bird will go extinct in an area, and then another bird will essentially evolve the same characteristics in that area. God, where's Spore? It's a video <laughs> game. Huh. Yeah, but, it, um... it it is interesting just how well the 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 crab um, has evolved, right, and it hasn't had to change. It's it's a very successful yeah. design. Yeah, and that's the thing, you know, like sharks and lobsters and so many other creatures have not really evolved any for millions of years because if they're still around, they're quite effective. And crocodilians, yeah. I mean, uh, we we have a, we yeah. there's some examples, of some, you know, of a lot of these creatures that are just yeah. very successful. Yeah. Well, you know, I I was talking birds, and you know, there are. In in the various different lines of parrots, like the in the various different varieties of conures, because there's about three or four different branches of conures, there's multiple different speciations for different environments. Right. Um, different colorations, different behaviors. But when you go to the Quakers, which are uh, they're basically the only thing on their particular branch of their particular branch of the tree. They have not speciated at all. All they've done is basically found ways to adapt their tools to new environments. So, 
You know, it's either evolutionary, it's either evolution or adaptation of what you have. And if it's working, don't fuck with it. Yeah. But, you know, essentially evolution works by mutations and sometimes mutations are fit to the environment and then more with that mutation show up. Yeah, if if it works, it, but a lot of times a, a mutation will get something killed, right? And so that mutation doesn't live on. But if a mutation, if something that mutates is able to, is able to breed, then that mutation can live on. Yep, exactly. That's, that's basically all evolution is. If a mutation happens and you can get it on and create new generation with that mutation as part of their regular stuff, yeah, you're evolving. Yep, it's all about know. getting it on. Although apparently mutation doesn't work that way in humans. Because apparently, according to at least the uh, Charles Xavier theory, if two mutated humans have a child, you don't know what that what that child's mutations are going to be like anyway. <laughs> it's, it's funny. The... It's hard to bring humans into the mix because we, we, we're so successful at, at, at adapting because of our technology to an environment that we don't have to mutate to live in any sort of environment because we'll just bring our technology with us. So we, we can, we can circumvent evolution. We're the Quakers in this picture. <laughs> you know, exactly. Extent, I mean, like uh, human, human technology, like uh, in like uh, the old, the old um, uh, stone age days allowed us to like be warm in like really cold climates, but we still evolved like, uh, uh, things like uh, extra body hair and whiteness of skin uh, in order to uh, cope with that. And that's fine. I'm not saying that, that we didn't evolve. I'm saying, though, that we can pick an environment and using our technology, we can adapt the environment to us. We can do something that, which, that a lot of other creatures aren't doing. Which being able to do is a level of evolution, though. Sure. We've seen that in other species do the same thing now. Yeah. yeah species yeah, yeah. that adapt the environment to fit them as needed. We're better at it, though. That's the one yeah, thing that we're better definitely. at. Yeah, because yeah, none of those other species have have managed to has have managed to survive in as many different environments as Matt Damon has. <laughs> so Yeah. All right. I want to do one more story. Just because I don't okay. I don't think we have to say much on it. But you guys remember it I this um this holiday season I found one of these uh clickbait articles that, that had a list of twenty five um gifts for the holidays and of course most of them are 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 garbage nonsense and this in the stupid detoxing foot pads were on them and and i put this in here we've certainly talked about these foot pads in the past um but these scams don't die they just change their name so this is so and, and 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 you can find these over these are the nubu foot pads and essentially, they're they're supposed to detox you, and they, I had put an article in to tell you about all the wonderful things that are in them, yada yada yada, and it, it, they're still the same old bogus things ever. So you put the pad on the bottom of the foot, and it has um, vinegar in it. And see, he says you can do it with vinegar and gauze, and it turns black. Okay. And the idea that you can detox through your feet is fucking ridiculous. That's what it's I'm the saying. Same kind of thing that's, it's held up through uh, reflexology that everything comes to the feet. Yeah, it very yeah. much sounds like something we've heard before. Oh yeah, we've thought, talked we've about talked about we've talked about these foot pads before. It's just that they're still around under different names. 
Yeah. Um, and the article is kind of interesting. It goes through a bunch of detoxing things and, and myths. You know, that this myth that we're coming into contact with hazardous chemicals in our environment every day. And the reality is, yes, but there is a difference between hazardous and risk. Right. So just because the, these they're around doesn't mean that they're that we have a risk from them. And this idea that you can right. detox to your feet is absolute nonsense. And but these things are still out there. It's seventeen bucks. Right, so it's not a scam that that is going to hurt majorly, but still, if you spend you know that kind of money on 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 one of these pads, you're still out you know seventeen bucks or however many you buy, and if you think they work, you're probably going to buy more. Every so time. Saying, so what you're saying, Brian, is that the the real foot pads are the people selling these? <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> Bunch of heels. Uh, yeah. And each time they become defeated, they just come back with a new name. But I mean. I, I feel like it's important to continue to talk about this stuff because it, it it doesn't go away. Awareness has to be raised, right, before it to to a certain level before you can stop this kind of nonsense. And with this alternative, with alternative medicine, it, it's hard, right? These kinds of things, they just seem to, to to hang around because somebody, you know, somebody believes it and they, and they continue to use it. Um, the, I guess. It, yeah, the, it does refer to, um, let's see, the deferred agreement to the judgment. So there was a, a lawsuit against one of these companies for right. $14.5 million. Defeated, so the others took yeah, over. I don't know exactly. But, yeah, so this stuff, it just, it. I mean, if you can prosecute them legally, and this one is enough nonsense that you might be able to, but they, but if they couch their the way that they say things carefully enough, there's nothing you can do. So. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, but, you know, this stuff isn't really going to sell, Brian. It doesn't really sell. This this uh, woo stuff doesn't really sell <laughs> until Gwyneth Paltrow puts it in her vagina. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, <yes>. yes. <laughs> putting stuff in those holes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Do you That's think that do you that. think that we can get her to wear these pad, these foot pads while she's steaming her vagina? We're, we're, we're perfectly in favor of putting stuff into your vagina. Just, you know, the right stuff. Just the right stuff. Like like dildos, right. like from, you know, from earlier <laughs> yeah. in our podcast. From from the Stone Ages. Yeah, well, maybe not. Maybe not those. Those are those are probably a little porous. Um, we have much better materials now. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I yeah, I'm trying to imagine. But, but, uh, but yeah. never buy them if you have children in your house. That, that's just wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Getting stoned, stoned with that stuff is bad. Uh anyway. So yeah, so these pads are still out there even though other other companies have been sued for them. They're 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 garbage. They're garbage yeah. and they'll cost you 17 bucks. You and and for something that you don't need and doesn't do anything. You know what I was just thinking about with regards to the earlier article about uh the the guy who was upset his wife brought a dildo home. It's like, because um, I remember, like, and I knew, uh, uh, I've known people who were mothers who've done this, like, they start, like, uh, probably a pyramid scheme, but they start selling, like, uh, uh, vibrators and other sort of adult stuff, and they invite all their friends over to have passion parties. That's a housewife's thing to do. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you're probably right that it's a multi-level marketing thing, but if you can actually sell those products, right? I mean, the problem with those with those is that you know the people don't actually sell the products, right? They get you to. I mean, yeah, that that that's a different podcast. 
Um, but yeah, the, there is there is a multi-level marketing pyramid scheme where they're they're selling adult toys. Yeah, the same as you know, lipstick or Tupperware. Tupperware. I mean, Tupperware. attitudes about right? that kind of thing uh, are changing. I'm I mean, uh, it, uh, I, I, probably in like the '60s and '70s, it would have been really weird for a woman to put on a a passion party like that. But like, people are more relaxed about that kind of thing. Sex is a part of life, uh, and I think, uh, especially, and I think this is a damn good thing. Especially, women are getting more comfortable with their sexuality about that kind of thing, and that should be encouraged. To be fair, it, it, I, I, it's become it's become. Uh, I'm going to say sexy for women to be interested in sex. If, Become. <laughs> if, the, if the products are actually good and and they can actually be sold discreetly at these parties and, and somebody can make money doing it, by all means, all power to you, right? Um, it's just that most of the time, the you know, these pyramid schemes are, are just that. You know, they're not really selling the product. Um, but... Yeah. Well, yeah, they do sell the product to themselves accidentally. Well, exactly, they, right? Hey, I so, like that, so they buy it. right? Yeah. They're 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 set up in such a way that the person ends up buying more product than that they can possibly use or sell, right? And if they're oh, not selling right. it, I think I think the word you're looking for is starter kit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, the the first one of those pyramid schemes though was uh, this one where basically you were trying to sell tiny models of boats and. Uh, boats and people so that somebody could take it with them to the afterlife. <laughs> uh, all right. On that disappointment, say goodnight, everybody. Okay, just remember, night, people. Everybody. Just remember, people. The U.S. government's advice for running from bears says you shouldn't sacrifice your friends, even if you think that friendship has run its course. And on that disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night. Hey. That's another chased by a bear in the camp. You've made it this far. That's an hour of your time. You're never getting back. But the amateur skeptics appreciate you giving that hour to us. If you'd like to tell us how you felt about spending that hour with us, let us know at WTF at AmateurSkeptics.com. The Amateur Skeptics Podcast is distributed under a Creative Commons Sharealike No Derivatives 3.5 license. Intro music by Peter Canold. Find more of Peter's music at soundcloud.com forward slash P-K-A-N-O-L. Exit music by OFM. Find more of their music at myspace.com forward slash OFMHQ. Artwork for the Amateur Skeptics by Sean Smith Board. Copyright Shadow Knight Digital Portraiture.